And welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Stars of Destiny podcast. I am your host, uh, Marco Flores from Nerd in the Bay. And with me as always is Luca Blight. Uh, newly, I'm going to say it, I'm going to give the uh, the news now, newly affiliated Twitch streamer. Luca Blight, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm pretty happy about the affiliate status. Yeah. And, uh... I, I like that introduction. I yeah. like it very much. Cool, cool. You just got that email, right? Like literally mid- like 30 seconds ago. Nice. Yes, 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 yes. Congratulations, man. Thank so, you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so it's it's going to be bits here on out or subs- yeah, subscriptions, donations, all that stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not asking for it or nothing right. like that. Yeah. Uh, what I ask for is people to to follow and enjoy the streams and just come hang out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And uh, if you haven't checked out uh, Luca Blight's uh, streams, you should definitely do so. Uh, I added I added on the video portion of this uh, podcast uh, Twitch.tv/slash/KingLucaBlight, all one word basically. And uh, yeah, that's where you find him. He's gonna he's doing. He's doing right right now. He's doing Legend of Dragoon. Um, you did like what four and a half ish hours of the last stream? Yeah, four and a half hours today. Right. Uh, okay. And I would I've been saving Squeak It in two for when I become affiliate. Yeah. Because I want to have I want to have the the emotes ready. I want to have all that stuff. Uh, I'm getting a pretty good artist to get uh, some pretty good emotes ready, mm-hmm. uh, including the Beast Room, by the way. Nice. Uh, we're gonna have uh, that guy as one of our emotes. We're looking at having uh, beast rune pieces as like your channel points and That's stuff cool. like that. So yeah, so we're gonna have some fun stuff ready. So squeak it into is gonna take a little bit, guys, but <laughs> we will be doing it. Trust me, and it'll have a lot of fun things on. on uh, yeah, that's cool. Like, and especially when you have all these uh, moving parts that you just you just need to you know you know schedule this part and plan this, and once it's all together, it's gonna just be awesome. You know, with oh, the emotes and alerts and all that stuff it's gonna be awesome so yeah really happy for you luca blight uh twitch affiliate uh you know just working working your way uh to maybe get part getting partner so that's that's the next that'd be nice that's that's, that's a dream that's but, the next uh, big goal so yeah that, that, i think that's quite a ways away yeah i know i mean see. yeah it's, it takes one stream at a time that's all that's all i can say one stream at a time. <laughs> all right so uh today what we're going to be talking about is uh from the last episode is that we are going to finish off the rest of the Kickstarter. Uh, so like that's that's where our starting point is going to be. Um, in the last episode, we were going through the the, the stretch goals of the Kickstarter, um, and yeah, yeah, we're going to start. We're going to finish off the rest of them, and then uh, later on in, in the episode, we're going to be talking about the Reddit AMA. Um, I have the questions that they responded to, uh, uh, Rabbit and Bear Studios. So uh, I'm going to read off the uh, responses and questions. Uh, Luca Blight's going to just you know see like whatever he thinks or if there's a response to it and then finally uh on the last portion of the episode uh we're going to talk about like what to do now uh now that uh, the kickstarter is all done and now we have to do is wait two years basically and basically and with the news uh of recent like of, of the xbox and ps5 uh being revealed with price points and all that stuff so uh without further ado let's let's get into it so uh the first part of the podcast we're going to talk about the uh kickstarter so uh, let's see. I think where we last left off, I'm gonna pull it up and so uh, from the last part, uh, the last episode, we were talking about the Kickstarter. We let's see, like we literally just talked about where we started. So after ninth character joins, right? Is that what we agreed on? Yeah, I think that's when we left off. Okay. 
So, uh, let's see. And that was backer vote. Oh, okay. Was that... Was that Skeleton King or is that the ninja? Uh, that looks I don't cool. quite remember. Yeah. It's been so long since we've got... So, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, so, like, like when we're looking at this Kickstarter now... Okay, I think this was Skeleton King, if that's, if that's the case. Because down... If you scroll down more, uh, 10th character is also a backer vote. So, uh, okay, so... Okay. So, uh... Uh, 3.125 million is the ninth character that joins. It was a backer vote uh, for anybody who is a backer um, to vote on who this character is going to be. And I actually want to see if it actually shows up on the. Uh, let's see. Hang on. I'll do that. And I'll do that. Uh, so, like as as you see the videos, uh, they go through like a slide of pictures, and uh, there was a vote of like Skeleton King. Uh, new wave uh, warrior uh, vampire, um, old old like old school vampire, and then like uh, like a Game of Thrones uh, winter type uh, character that just looks that looks too familiar familiar of like Game of Thrones type vampire. So yet you, you have these a vote of which type of vampire uh, that you want in the game. So um, right off the bat, I fell in love with uh, Skeleton King. Um, I did like new wave vampire too at the same time, but like. Skeleton King uh, did it more so for me, rather than the uh, uh, I think vote A or vote D. Um, but uh, Luca, like, did you have a particular uh, liking towards any of the uh, vampires as you were uh, looking at the choices? Well, Skeleton King is the closest to Necklord, mm -hmm. so that was the the one that I liked. But I think it's a travesty that we didn't have one uh, almost uniquely looking like like Necklord. Maybe there's mm -hmm. a reality thing there yeah, or something. Yeah, possibly. But uh, yeah, Skeleton King is the closest that we have to Necklord. So mm -hmm. just out of nostalgic purposes, that's the one that I gravitate towards. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think that with A uh, vote A, that's what the closest they were trying to get to. It was he looked more of like an older like long, maybe some long hair. Uh, vampire, but uh, it, it wasn't exactly Necklord. Um, but I think that was the closest iteration of what Necklord, I guess, would be like like now in the sense. Oh, okay. So classic vampire, a it had an eye patch, you know, has a cane. New wave. It looks like uh, he just looks like a young young like stallion like vampire. And then yeah, skeleton king. And then yeah, and then D the, the Game of Thrones look alike. So um, yeah. Um, yeah, like, I just like, feel like the base of Skeleton King, you know, like because mm -hmm. Necklord used zombies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? he used zombies all the time. So yeah. it, the fact that you know the Skeleton King was there, it was that's the closest thing I gravitated towards. But yeah. When I looked at all the options, I didn't see Necklord in all in any of in them. Any of them? Really. Okay. Maybe they're just going their their own way. Mm -hmm. But uh, Skeleton King, in my opinion, was was probably the closest you can get mm -hmm. just off just off what you see and yeah. what they use like what the character is. So uh, yeah, that's that's my final thoughts on that okay yeah uh i mean skeleton king I, I just fell in love with skeleton king uh he just reminded me of like brooke from one piece uh just that he's oh, okay fair, fair. <laughs> he just looks like that like he's, he's not he's not like frightening but he's like because ne now like as time passed you, you find out that his name is marcus um he's like he's kind of lonely in a sense he does have an army but he's lonely at the same time so like he has that sense of belonging so like it's it's kind of funny that a a vampire quote unquote king uh, is looking f to have like some companions to hang out with. So when you get to recruiting, like you're gonna have this skeleton king like dude just in your your castle town, just hanging out with his undead army too. Um, so I just I find that funny. Um, 
but uh, also as the vote of new oh so so during that time of the Kickstarter, New Wave, Vampire, and Skeleton King were neck and neck. They kept on either like one was going, you know, being ahead of the other, and it was it was very like very much neck and neck. It was, it was like a race at this point. And then um, so at the end of it, Skeleton King won, but people that were like clamoring to for New Wave Vampires, like oh no, but we want him there too. So like uh, Yoshitaka Mariyama just stated that yeah, there will will find a way to either implement new wave vampire as well or I'm, I'm just trying, trying to make sure i cover bases or find a way to in, like utilize all all of the vampires that's in the vote uh like you know, like lesser type characters or like maybe some like throwaway your dan type characters uh we, we don't know um but i i know that yoshitaka mentioned that they want to implement new wave at the very least so um Skeleton King is, is going to take the spotlight, but New Wave Vampire will be there in some form or fashion, and maybe possibly the others that didn't get as many votes as well. So that, I mean, that's pretty cool uh, that they, you know, they went that route. So, yeah. So that was the ninth character. That was uh, 3.125 million. So uh, 3.175 million was a flag design mode, um, which is pretty interesting. Uh, we never have we we don't ha have really gotten a flag design mode in any of the sweet codings have we nope. no right so we kind of wonder how this is gonna uh, work out are you gonna put your own images in there or are you just gonna make it have like you know pick a uh, pre-select uh you know uh you know portions of like what the flag may look like uh we don't know um kind of cool though you get to design your own line bear flag if, if you want to go with the, the victor route uh, with the fortress, um, or you just make something totally different, and yeah, it's, it'll be. Oh, you know what I'm. You know what I'm. Saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well. We're flying the Highland flag. Highland flag, because because. Okay, so so when you said that, I was thinking like, okay, either Highland flag or it's gonna be like a dying pig. Like I don't know if you what you were. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know what you were gonna do. Okay, got it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, so yeah, flag design mode is gonna be uh, you know a, something of your own taste. Whether you're gonna go. Like a super serious, like yeah, this is our flag or something comical. It's gonna be up to you, and we get to design it, so that's pretty cool. Um, let me see, three three point two five million. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, we get DLC uh, called Another Story, Marissa. So, um, I'm not really fam not familiar, but like, I'm not sure if this is gonna be a prequel type type story for Marissa, or if this is gonna be post like post I maybe maybe end game type story from Marissa I'm not entirely sure but we are getting DLC which is pretty cool uh, of uh, Marissa a character that is getting more more recognized and popular uh, within the states basically uh, just being a person of color and being in like the main cast of characters um, I mean Luca any thoughts uh, with this DLC first of all that's amazing yeah like out of all the characters that I saw come up uh, if they were going to expand on any of them, I was like, I was like, I don't know who they would pick. Mm. Uh, but this one, but Marissa seems like a character that a lot of people would enjoy seeing fleshed out a bit more, yeah. see more, more story of. You know, I know we haven't played the game yet, but I feel like the the hype around the game and the characters, she seems to have a lot of people gravitate towards her. Yeah. So the fact that they went towards her uh, really shows that they care about the fans, and I'm really happy that they picked her. I personally am flat out just going to wait to the game and mm. play it out before I give too much of my final thoughts on sure, it. Sure, sure. But I'm happy to see this, if, yeah. you, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. 
for sure. So very, very happy to see this. I'm, you know, and if it is, uh, I hope it's not a prequel. I hope it's a sequel after. I hope that mm -hmm. after the story, it leaves you wanting more, and then you go, oh, here's Marissa going on in her own quest, and yeah. then you do her quest. That would be really great. Yeah. Um, if it is a prequel, I mean, like more content's more content. So. For sure. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd like to agree with you with that. Um, for Marissa being a sequel. Um, after the end game of, of EU then um, if if anything else if there if there's gonna be an EU then two or three I would love this to be kind of like the the link towards like either Marissa either either becoming the main quote-unquote star or main character yeah. or uh, just just a just a set her up to where she's gonna be, if she's gonna be in, in a quote-unquote sequel to where she's gonna be in the next sequel maybe she's the new Apple new new Apple uh, yeah uh, whatever is gonna yeah what, uh, whatever it's gonna look like uh, like the new vicky or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> or Jean. yeah well, hopefully not vicky <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah so that's cool marissa has her has her own like story to tell um i don't know exactly how long it's gonna be like i mean they did they're drafting out like like the ideas of it uh but it's not fully fleshed out so we'll see what we'll you know we'll wait for the news and see what they're gonna be talking about when it comes comes down to the pipeline of what else is, is they're, they're going to be talking about their, uh, for the game but uh another story marissa uh that's pretty cool um out of all the characters uh, is there's any other like dlc that you would would you you particularly would be interested in in ch uh delving into uh, not really at this point not at yet. this point i'm just uh focused on the main game mm -hmm. uh i was happy to see marissa get the dlc for sure yeah like I, I didn't even think of characters getting DLCs until it got mentioned, mm -hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, that's actually a really cool idea." Uh, in terms of other characters, I'm gonna wait to see the game. Mm -hmm. uh, once we see the characters come out and we see how they behave in the story, we don't even know if any of these characters are gonna survive. Right? True. There could be a ton of <laughs> yeah. characters that die yeah. throughout the story, so I could pick a character right now, right, and then <laughs> they could turn around and then just to be dead like ten minutes into the story, for all I know. Yeah, yeah, so, that's true. That's I'm gonna true. hold back a little bit on that that's uh, true. until I actually play the game. Yeah. And once I do, I will definitely have uh, some characters to talk about. Cool. Yeah. No. Let's let's go ahead and do that because uh, yeah, you say that I'm like yeah, that's true. Someone you could either can turn to be a bad guy or they could just flat out die because. Yoshitaka chooses that character so um but yeah so another story uh, dlc uh that's pretty cool so now we're moving on for 3.325 farming system um farming system uh like what uh i mean to, to, to think about it yeah i mean to think about it it's like okay yeah farming system you i mean i'm, I'm already thinking like suikoden 2 uh with uh tony just get gathering seeds and, and you know giving it to him and then have, having your crops and whack-a-mole yeah, and, and that's it when you when you picked up uh the horses and stuff that's like true that. yeah yeah no thanks yeah boring <laughs> next so, so i mean like i think they'll they'll find a way to make it more of a unique system rather than just like oh gra grab these items and give it to quote-unquote farmer character so uh we'll see what yeah, happens man, they turn this into they turn this into Farmville. I'll play it. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, I think that that's. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about like what the the companion game will be, but uh, yeah, I think that's what they're kind of. It sounds like what they're setting up in a sense, but uh, yeah. So we'll move on from the farming system to the dual system. Three point four two five million thing that I was looking forward to, and I wanted to see more fleshed out. Uh, yeah, the dual system. Uh, that's like I mentioned in the last episode. 
the the portion of the game that I look forward to the most because I, I like I mean like I, I grew up playing fighting games and just just as we were playing the sweet codens uh, just trying to figure out like what you know what they're saying is is either going to be like a, a quote-unquote wild attack or a you know a desperate attack or a regular attack or a defend uh, you just trying to make your choices and it's usually uh, based around the main character and like for me what I mentioned was I want this to expand more so of like uh, like a lot of the char other characters as well in a, a, a Colosseum type fashion you know like say like there's a bracket standing and like oh so uh, was, I was gonna say Sane. Uh, Sane is like the champion, but like uh, Marissa is coming up in the bracket in in the in the standings. So um, it's gonna be like, uh, you know, who's like who's like the best out of your army type of thing, and it's it, it could be like competitive in a sense. So like like that's that's the grandiose idea I see of like the dual system. Uh, but if I'm being realistic, it's probably gonna be based around the main character. Um, but I hope they I hope they evolve from that uh, is, is what I'm trying to say too. So, uh, Luca, uh, any thoughts on the dual system? Uh, I think it's going to be your basic dual system that you saw before. Yeah. As you go through, you run into to a few duels here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think they'll expand on it. So we saw a bit of it in Suikoden Five, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, we saw other characters able to step in and duel for you. Yeah. And stuff like that. You got to see the tournament, kind of like the tournament you were talking about, except it was a story tournament. Yeah. Uh, it's, so if we see i think we'll see a little bit more stuff like that because a lot of people like that mm -hmm. but i think we're running into the run-of-the-mill duel system but even then i had a ton of fun with the duels yeah so i'm looking forward to that yeah for sure for sure like yeah that's that's what i look forward to most uh when i played the games is just the, du the dual part like yeah i like i like the the rpg uh combat but like when it came to one-on-one -on -one, like yeah that was that was it i was doing it for me so yeah uh, 3.6 million card battle mode. Uh, uh, card battle. Anything, anything, uh, the card battle that you would like to see, even if it's from another, like, you know, another, like, like Final Fantasy Tetra Master. Final Fantasy 8. 8? Okay. Final Fantasy 8. I, I like that card game. Yeah. If they, they maybe make some alterations to make it a little more fun, a little less, uh, mm -hmm. you know, predictable, maybe a little harder. But, yeah. uh, yeah, they do the Final Fantasy 8 card battle system that type of thing that that type of game that'll be really fun maybe you can walk around and just challenge, challenge anybody people. yeah you walk up and just challenge whoever on the street to mm -hmm. a card game and you, like you win a card from them or you win you get your from them yeah you get your rare whatever. cards get your get your your, yeah. your your deck basically uh the best yeah. deck as best as possible yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool that would be my, my thing uh yeah i i i like to agree with you on the eight um i do like the nine as well but like i lean towards more the eights uh, myself. Well, so. everyone knows I hate Final Fantasy Nine. You do hate hate Nine, about. so like, yeah, you're like, what? Uh, what is this? Yeah, so I do like that, game, that game's dead. <laughs> you know, skip on from that. Yeah. Everyone in the comment section can tell me yeah, how you, wrong I am. You let us know what you, you know? think of what kind of. Oh, you let us actually. You let us know what kind of card game style that you would like to be implemented uh into this card battle mode whether it's the Hopefully eight, not nine, not eight. About nine. so yeah you can tell luca blight like like yeah more nine more nine style or yeah you can just say like oh no i want the eight style so yeah let us know in the comments and, and and tweet at us as well um let me see everyone that wants final fantasy nine stuff they can sit there and watch that crappy godfather movie <laughs> while they play the crappy final fantasy nine game hey hey there's a few there i'm sure there are people out there that are doing that exact uh, situation. 
conflict to me. That sounds like a cure for insomnia. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, card battle mode. That's pretty cool. We'll see what that's gonna entail. Uh, 3.7 million ranking mode. Uh, I think uh, when I think of ranking mode, like the immediate thing is like. Uh, watching a Suicoden 2 stream, that's the most recent thing that I thought, I thought it was the statue uh, of who you use most, uh, who's like maybe your quote unquote most valuable player. Um, ranking mode, uh, that's what I think uh, think of uh, in terms of like, okay, you know, who's being most used or who's doing the most damage or uh, who's healing the most or whatever. Uh, like any thoughts there about the ranking mode? That's, that's what I thought, but it would be like uh, kills and damage dealt, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. most heals used, most that kind of stuff. Uh, it could be something like that, or it could be maybe the duel system is linked to it. Mm, you know, maybe okay. you choose who you duel with, that kind of thing, and who's got the, the best dueling record. Yeah. It could be something like that, or it could be an online thing. Maybe, mm. you know, they have some sort of function that is is uh you know cross-platform that you're able to compete with others in some some way shape or form that'd be cool yeah that'd be interesting um i, I would i'm thinking now because uh we're talking we're, we're talking about the ranking mode if the ranking mode actually matters in some form or fashion that it actually like kind of boosts the character that's in say like the first place of whatever uh, maybe like a little like just a little smidgen like more damage or like a little smidgen more hp or um maybe it somehow unlocks like a, a state of like you know just being being in a, a berserk mode or whatever uh but like just just for the ranking mode to matter uh basically like sure yeah we, we're we're more inclined to think that it's gonna be yeah it's just a ranking mode uh who's first place and, and that's that but like if you want to like really immerse uh you know your game uh with the, the functions that you're gonna have ranking mode anybody who was at the top it gives them like a boost of confidence uh, sort of feeling and then it kind of you kind of see it through the battles that they go through so like yeah that, that would be pretty interesting if the ranking mode uh, actually m makes a difference actually matters versus a person that's like either like not ranking as high and then you kind of see the performance of that character not uh, doing as well as you think they should or something so we'll see we'll see what that ranking mode entails uh, 3.8 heart of gold theater mode a uh, theater system actually um, so I mean, I, I thought of the theater uh, minigame from 3. Like, what about you? That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I like I like it when we both have a different idea, but mm -hmm. this time, uh, no, it's 100%. And we are on agreement of that. I, that's immediately what I thought about yeah. was number 3. And I liked that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess there was we saw a little bit of it in 2 and 5, mm, but okay. not like we did 3. Like, 3 was really fun actually i, I enjoyed mm. uh that little mini game yeah i did i did so, too so yeah if it, if it could be a carbon copy of that mm. i'd be happy yeah yeah same here um yeah i i i think i know uh like what you enjoy about it like for me it's it's just picking seeing what common kind of combination of characters like would do what like sure uh you know um give me a, give me a character uh who's that Nash. Nash, yeah. See, Nash is like, yeah, he was, he was, he's stellar as a main character, but what does he look like as a, uh, as a, a tree prop, you know? And, and you, <laughs> you, you've played around with these combinations and see like how, how these plays, uh, play out basically. Um, but so I'm like, I'm kind of curious if that's what we're going to see more of or 
if they have any more outlandish ideas of what a theater system could be. So we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for that one uh, when I think about it. But yeah, theater mode. Um, or it could actually just be like just you play cutscenes, and and that's that's actually it too. So uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's the theater like play mode yeah. myself. But yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope it's not just play your cutscenes. Like, yeah. Eh, eh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So 3.85 million patients is a another backer vote character 10th character joins uh so now okay so at this point we were ta- uh, we were seeing that hey they're not going for 108 we're going for 110 since 108 is quote unquote sweet sweet coden's number uh we're going for 110 here um patience it's another backer vote character it was a ninja vote uh so you had the the list of are uh, uh, the images of what the characters look like uh with um what the vote would be or the who, who would win the vote um this one was more it wasn't as close as uh skeleton king um actually yeah a skeleton king and new wave vampire everybody loved uh ninja d and i i did too like i voted for d um yeah so i mean i do like all the all the looks of the characters uh i think a was the most reminiscent of like young kasumi uh b was like um maybe a little bit older like, like a little bit more teen cooler uh c was like the the kakashi type character uh from uh, naruto and then and d was just like oh yeah no she's total bombshell uh looks badass um and and kind of like your ulan type character uh from two so yeah, yeah. so everybody voted d i voted d I, yeah uh, luca you voted d as well yeah i did yeah uh, it, it just seemed the most obvious to me. She seemed the most badass. So yeah, like, yeah, that, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So as uh, much as I love Kasumi, mm-hmm. uh, it just I felt like going towards the more badass style was the way to go. With yeah, this character. yeah. And I, I well, uh, not to say that we're going towards the more badass type of cast of characters. We're still we're still getting our like our teenager soldiers uh, and, and teenager True. age True. characters, but like uh, I think us as a community we are we are leaning towards like oh yeah the most uh, almost the all uh, the most like uh ridiculous or badass you know like with skeleton king he's kind of he's kind of looking looking ridiculous uh but he looks badass at the same time and then like with the ninja character just looking straight badass um so yeah uh so yeah that that was the 10th character um and let me see okay so uh let's see Four million DLC is the origin story for uh, uh, it's a backstory uh, novel actually. So this was a this was a little bit interesting um, backstory novel uh, and and they said it was DLC. So like they they mentioned that uh, they're going to write a novel about Iuden basically, and I guess this is going to be like a a prequel to uh, they didn't because let me. I mean, take a look. Let me look further down because I know there's another DLC for. Okay, yeah, it's down there actually. So this is this DLC is more so like of I guess setting things up. Um, not not like the companion game that we're gonna be talking about at the very the very last stretch goal, but it sounds like it's just setting things up for what the situation is. Um, not uh, have not read into what exactly it's going to be, but it says backstory novel. I know Yoshitaka mentioned about writing an actual like uh, I'm not sure if it's manga novel or it's actually like a book novel um, that they're gonna do, but it it says a DLC, so like it's gonna be added into the game as well. 
Um, Luca, any thoughts about this stretch goal origin story? So what this like kind of says to me is like people crave lore, right? Mm -hmm. Like I found that as I was going through my Suikoden stream was that the more I talked about the Suikoden lore as I went through, the more engaged people got in the chat and the mm, more people okay. to enjoy what was around. So I think it's they're, they're really going down that road. I think this backstory is going to tell us more about the world. Uh, so when you played Final Fantasy 15, mm. if you watched the movie, you kind of had the story already. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it was very action-based, right? Mm. Where it kind of left you going, yeah, but why is this like this and this mm. like that? And you, let, and you were still left with a bunch of questions. Where I think with Ayudin, what they're looking for is this is the world and we're going to explain everything to you. Mm. So the biggest problem people had this weekend was that there were so many unleft uh, questions, right? So, so many unanswered questions. Yeah. So I think this is a way of showing you this is the world, this is the rules to everything, and this is why things are the way they are, which is fantastic. I will definitely be giving that a read. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, I will, I will too. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm curious what Origin Story is going to entail in terms of how they're going to set things up, where, why is location here, why are either, why is, is this, this army like the superpower, why are these people like just, you know, um, maybe less less of a, less of a, a threat. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm interested in what how this, these uh, locations and 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 things are gonna be setting up where the characters are gonna be like you know lifted up in terms of like they're this is how they became the the quote unquote main character. This is where Sane come from. This is where uh, um, I'm forgetting his name. What's the main character? Oh. Noah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Noah. Um, yeah. Where where he's starting from and that, and that sort of thing. So uh, that's what I'm interested in. Okay. So yeah, that I'm interested to see what uh, origin story is going to entail uh, from uh, from that. Uh, 4.25 million. The depths. Hero mode. Uh, are we are we looking at like uh, an ultra difficulty mode or are we looking at? Um, I think so. Is that where you think so? Okay. I think so. That or a hardcore mode. Hardcore where, mode? Uh, uh, and if your character dies, they're dead. Ooh, you know permanent I mean? death? Yeah. Yeah, permanent death. Okay. Uh, you know, that's, that's a strong possibility. Mm -hmm. And I would love it. And you, you, you have a mode where, you know, you want all 110 characters, 112 characters, whatever it's going to end up as, who knows, mm -hmm. at this point. Uh, if you want that, and you know, you have a harder time doing it if your character you know passes out in battle they're dead mm -hmm. that'd be something yeah yeah um permadeath extended past the army battles mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah oh you yeah. you say so like permadeath from like regular battle regular battles yeah, yeah. oh geez yeah man Ooh. no no phoenix downs here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no no sacrificial jesus none of that okay none of that no was, resurrection rune none. yeah i was also yeah. thinking uh -huh. i was also thinking like a horde mode of you know like say um say like there's a you know you're you're you're, you're into your regular rpg battle and there's like four or five enemies what if they double that like oh there's like 14 enemies you have, you have to go through just to finish this battle uh sort of thing so like maybe more more monsters in a like in a, in battles maybe more like in the army battles however they're gonna do it um 
you just got to weave through uh weave through all of them um so like when i think that i think of what we at the time of this recording um ps5 showcase happened already and and you know all the games that are uh that's gonna be unveiled and released on on launch uh, they showed. That's what they showed. So it makes me think of uh, the Devil May Cry um, 5 special version with uh, Virgil as they're like you see in the trailer. There's a bunch of enemies rather than like rather than from the original uh, Devil May Cry 5. Like maybe like four or five, maybe six or seven. You have like 10, 20, 30 enemies uh, on screen and then you have to just whack your way out of it. Almost It's almost Musou-like uh, when you think like maybe like a Dynasty Warriors. So like maybe they'll try to do that in a in a rpg battle sense you don't know so yeah um so that is well, hero mode big, oh good final fantasy X. that's right? it if you remember uh when you're in the sphere mm -hmm. after you uh go up against the luka goers when you're playing bliss ball yeah when you're fighting the water enemies as you kill them more come in that's true that's true too yeah yeah waves of waves waves of waves of enemies came through so they could do the same type of thing as yeah. you're killing these enemies more and more come in they could do something like that yeah but i'd rather the permadeath you permadeath yeah yeah that that that'll just add to the the playability because like you know we have some we have some crazy uh suikoden uh fans that are out there in, in the community that just want to do nuzlocks and want to you know do the was that you said 16 hour speed runs <laughs> that you said uh for the world yeah. record um well i think the world record's 11 hours oh yeah you said oh yeah that's right uh I, you did 16 hours yeah world record while speed running while you're talking yeah, to twitch talking. chat yeah 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 um uh, I, was, I still did 16 hours that's nuts and you were talking to chat and you were getting everything and yeah, i was reading off uh all the chats all mm -hmm. the stuff like uh, all the characters i was talking to the chat i was explaining sweet golden lore yeah and then i looked at it i was like we're going to grangmenster it's only like <laughs> 15 and a half hours. Wow. i just all left right. like what is going on here <laughs> Yeah, I was like, look at that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it just, uh, just shows how how fast you can complete that game if you know it that well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so that's Hero Mode. Um, four point, let's see, 4.3 million, asynchronous mode. So, like, um, when they say asynchronous mode, um, it's basically, what, real time? Is that what that is? Or, or yeah, our time? So on my, okay, so what that tells me is maybe, I mean, this is... This is just me mm -hmm. kind of speak, thinking out loud here. Uh, but there was a lot of stuff that might be like time constrained. Oh, right? okay. so, so maybe you have to get to certain spots by a certain amount of time. So for example, Clive, you mm -hmm. have to get him to uh, certain locations by certain time mounts, right? Mm -hmm. Unless we can do. So yeah. maybe this one, like, because the number one complaint about that story was that it was just too hard for some people to do because they mm -hmm. like to enjoy the game. Right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe this allows you, say there is some time one, say you beat the game normally, but you missed out on that story. Mm -hmm. Well, now you unlock this mode on my own time mm -hmm. to be able to see every single uh, story arc, regardless of the time of the game that you're finishing. Okay, okay, got it, got it's it. It's just me thinking a lot of, I mean, mm -hmm. this, if by no, in no circumstance am I talking about fact here, people, mm -hmm. it's just my, me thinking out loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, so, like, when you say that, I'm kind of curious because, um, when, because this was asked on, on an AMA, not the Reddit AMA that we're going to delve into, but the AMA, the Discord AMA, uh, they were asking about if there's going to be any time-constrained quests, 
that people are going to be running into. And, Yo- and then Yoshitaka, I think, uh, confirmed that they're not they're not trying to you know keep that, res- that as restrict like restricted. Um, maybe either they're maybe they're either not going to do that or it's going to be uh, less less severe as Suikoden two. So I mean, I could be flat out wrong here, people. But, yeah. <laughs> You know, but that's just what that said to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know. Like I, when I see that, like, uh, is that just like our our own time, like in real time, or, or what, like what's that? So I'm not even really too sure about it. Uh, that's what Luca Blight is thinking of. So like, we'll see. We'll see once uh, all of this is all released. Um, so let's see. Um, let's see. Four point. Three five million, a new style fortress asset pack, and this is DLC. Um, mm-hmm. When you see this, it's it's maybe what uh, fortress customization. Uh, it could be yeah, maybe you turn your town into a fortress and you're mm. able to kind of design it. Yeah. Or this is what I've always thought about Suikoden's is why do you always have to have you just fighting at it from your home base? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it make more sense if you created forts and like compounds along the way? Yeah, you yeah. Know, at- back so maybe just maybe that's what that is you get to design your own forts and compounds and mm-hmm. camps and stuff like that as you advance forward uh, i mean who knows again just thinking out loud but yeah uh, that's my thoughts what they come to uh let us know in the comment section below what you think about the fortress asset pack because yeah. that sounds like the most fun to me yeah no for sure and i think uh as we were going through the kickstarter and all you know all the information that is given to us and questions that are being answered is that we're going to expand beyond our fortress castle to having forts like fortresses like your 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 victor and flick fortress uh um like that maybe that type of size uh, maybe we'll have multiple we're not sure uh but they did kind of confirm that that's the the idea is like is to have like it multiple and uh, we'll see like what that looks like in terms of uh, attacking, defending, positioning in that sense. Uh, so we don't know. It's, that would be interesting because we usually are just so used to uh, just coming from our castle and then either whatever the location is, uh, attack, defend, rather than like, oh, have all these locations and then uh, your reinforcements can come from this this side, that side, uh, kind of throw the enemy off of having more reinforcements reinforcements uh, than they originally thought. So, uh, so this is interesting. Uh, this could... Po- this can very well well be like uh, I just just changed the look of your fortress, but thinking and and, and you know v- visioning of like oh yeah yeah I'll just to have multiple fortresses and and you get to customize it in terms of well, however you want to customize it uh, maybe having it a uh, uh, an attack type fortress having a defend type fortress whatever it's gonna look like but yeah that that's a little that's that's curious because uh, it's a DLC so yeah so. Uh, that's a uh, f- new style. Um, let me see. 4.4 million. Good offense. Battle defense mode. Um, what do you think when you see that? Because uh, maybe like tower defense? Yeah, that's that's what I thought. Okay. Was, uh, maybe we have some sort of uh, tower defense mode in there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you get to customize your own defense for your castles and oh, forts okay. and camps and stuff like that. Oh, you know, you get okay. To, you know, say you get you still get attacked by other enemies, mm. and say this character, one character is better at defending from high ground. The other one's good at defending gates. The other mm. one, you know, has their own uh, preferences. So you kind of look at your character and find out who's best at what and situate them. That way, you have your defense 
mode ready. Okay. And then you get to stop on oncoming attacks. That's just uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's interesting. Um Yeah, um let me see. I mean yeah, I when I just read that I'm like, oh that may be like a tower defense. Uh so maybe yeah, like you mentioned, uh like you know, having certain characters in these defense defensive positions, uh they're able to do abilities, they're able to um uh, affect the like quote unquote rewards that you may you know either successfully de- like defended a location sort of thing so uh, I mean yeah we'll see um, that just it does sound like a tower defense thing for me um, maybe it'll be much more than that uh, so yeah we'll see so we're uh, almost finishing off with the Kickstarter 4.5 million state of mind this is the another story sane so uh, so uh, we're gonna get to see like what makes sane tick what uh, what's going to happen uh, with this character whether it's going to be a prequel or a sequel uh, we don't know what the story entails basically um, but yeah any thoughts on like uh, just e- expanding on what uh, Sane could bring uh, to the to this game well I, I thought he was an interesting character mm-hmm. so I think that this would probably if it is going to be at the end of the game at least then we get to see where they go from there. It mm. could be a prequel. I don't like the prequel idea. Yeah. Because uh, I, I like being able to advance with the characters that like make it matter, mm-hmm. right? So like say at the end of the game, he's a high level with good equipment, then you go on to do his own story. Yeah. Uh, and, and you got to carry on from there. Mm. I like the idea for sure. So oh, the fact that they're ready to do a DLC for this guy means that they put a lot of work into him. Yeah. So that makes me think that there's going to be a lot to this character. So that actually makes me pretty excited for for what could happen in his DLC. Mm. It's it's nice to have these DLCs. Just like I keep bringing back this, bringing this back up with Final Fantasy 15, mm. they had their own DLCs for each character That's that right. followed you around. Yeah, you used them as the main character. Just them. And that a lot of people that didn't like the actual Final Fantasy 15 game liked the DLCs because mm-hmm. you got to use someone other than Noctis. Yeah. So maybe this is the, they're going for the same thing is, hey, you don't always have to use your main character. You're going to have DLCs where you get to use your favorite characters. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, that's my only thoughts towards it. We don't really know a lot about him yet, mm-hmm. but uh, we will soon. Yeah, we will see. Uh, so yeah, interesting that uh, we're going to get a sane DLC. Um, like you said, I'm hoping it's going to be more of a sequel to see where he may be, uh, if there's if there's Euden two or three, um, or if this is going to close off like his story uh, of everything that culminated to what the main game is going to be about, and then like you see maybe the quote unquote Joey side if that's what they're if they're going to try to go for, or if they're just trying to do something totally different. Uh, so we'll see. Um, I kind of rolled my eyes when I said Joey side because I don't want them to. R- rinse and repeat what they did with Suikoden 2 but since it's becoming the inspiration for this game I I do want to see what they, what they do more of, uh, of of evolving the idea rather than just do just copy and pasting uh, Joey Joey's story basically um, but yeah uh, and uh, let's see 4.5 million this is the very last uh, stretch goal and this was this was unveiled on the last 48 hours I believe 48 hours of the Kickstarter maybe 24 I am not too entirely sure uh, was a quiet place a companion game so they're gonna have a a separate companion game uh, to prepare for Euden so um, so what they the way they, they, they described this as um, 
kind of like your uh, your basically your Farmville type game where you, you're gathering the resources to set up your quote unquote fortress castle uh, to to you know have like the the supplies the uh, the the resources that they're gonna have once you you start on that section of the game, so uh, maybe you'll take control of a, of a, 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 a character that's gonna be doing all this stuff, and then once you get into the main game, like oh yeah, all this is ready, and maybe this character that did all that all that from the companion game will have some either some sort of significance, or maybe they'll just be like in the background because uh, their their time of being in the game is done. And then you take over as Noah or Sane or whatever, you know. Um, so, yeah, it sounds like it's a resourcing, collecting type game where you're just setting things up to where the main game is going to be. Um, but uh, pretty interesting that they're tr they're putting out a companion game uh, that is separate from the main game. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts with this uh, companion game, Luca? Not a, not a lot. It, mm. it sounds... I mean, you think you hit the nail on the head for it, right? Yeah. Like... It's it sounds pretty self-explanatory there, and it's probably not going to be overly exciting. But mm -hmm. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, that being said, I mean it's more content, it's yeah. more stuff so we can create. Or so yeah. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with uh, all the goals we reached. It's insane, four point yeah. five million. My God, mm -hmm. like honestly, everybody that donated, like give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah, and for sure. Also, you know, a round of applause to you know the creators of this game, like. They, they really listen to the fans and they know that what we want so mm -hmm. uh, just just a fantastic end to this uh, this Kickstarter and I can't wait to see what they do with this yeah for sure uh, so like when when the last 24 hours of this uh, Kickstarter was happening we weren't even remotely near the 4.5 million uh, we were probably at like uh, when I look at it maybe at like three three seven. Three eight maybe, um, I was at three point six seven the last time I looked at. Yeah, it. so like we were nowhere near four point five, but like at the yeah. very very end, y'all y'all you guys came out in droves and and I guess maybe just wanted to just get those super tears, uh, maybe of wanting to be in the game, uh, having your name in there, having having your pet cat, your pet dog, being in the graveyard, being a soldier, like you, a lot of you guys like donated hardcore and uh, and uh, and when i woke up like we got it i was like what the heck we got the companion game that's nuts yeah uh, i couldn't believe it. I couldn't yeah believe it. I, was like, I looked at it it was like, like 3.6 and mm -hmm. i'm like all right and i just stopped paying attention to it mm -hmm. and it actually wasn't until a day after because i just already thought in my head we didn't reach it mm -hmm. and then uh, i looked at twitter and then there it was i was like, <laughs> yeah. what? I was like what the heck that's what nuts yeah yeah pleasantly mm -hmm. surprised guys yeah pleasantly surprised. yeah for sure um, so yeah, that is the Kickstarter. Actually, there's actually more additional information of what like we were just talking about. So I just want to just delve into that really quick. So as we were talking about Hero Mode, it says Hero Mode uh, plump, uh, plump into the depths of specialized randomized dungeons with your chosen party. Take unique challenges not found anywhere else in Alron. Plan your team wisely as certain members will be stronger against specific foes. Be careful though because your party members will tire over time making fights harder as you explore deeper into the unknown um so that makes me think of like the uh what's that the 100 level dungeon from tactics i don't know if you ever tried yeah, I was immediately when I yeah. Of the, the mobile. yeah so um and, and and yeah and so like you're 
you're going through these levels you're trying to see if you can you make it uh if you if you can't then maybe you get like some sort of reward at hitting like the 50 point 50 level uh mark or you hit all 100 levels so like uh this is interesting that is like kind of like a, a stamina survival mode uh of dungeons and you're just you pick your party you stock up you make sure you're optimized as, as hell and you try to do a knock out as, as many levels as you can um through these dungeons so that, that's interesting hero mode uh, rather than what we were thinking of of like maybe a, a horde mode or or permadeath mode um but uh yeah no we'll see because maybe they'll add more to that um so like let's yeah, th these little blurbs on the bottom like i read them and mm -hmm. like they only gave gave you a little bit of info to go on so that's why i kind of went the the other direction on yeah them. like uh like the uh, on your own time mode i mean mm -hmm. it, it was it says that like you have like AI controlled data with other players and stuff. Yeah, I was like, that can't be. That can't be all of it. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. there's no way they put out goals, and this is the only thing to mm -hmm. it. There's no way. There's got to be more to it than what they're giving us here. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna wait and kind of surprise us with it. Yeah, like, that is possible. These these little blurbs here, they don't tell you enough mm -hmm. of, of what it is. Like there's a little bit there, and I mean that's why I didn't really mention it because everyone can read that. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mentioning what I feel like they're hiding. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In as old, like these writers have always done this, right? These creators have always done this, where they let you think you know what you, what you are mm -hmm. perceiving as the, the entire truth, and yeah. then when you get to it, there's way more to it, and there's way more to you know to experience. So that's why I just I don't believe these little blurbs that that's all it is. <laughs> there's got to be more. There's okay. no way. I see it. I see it. Yeah, yeah, so, I understand that. I take these blurbs as like a okay, so that's like five percent of what yeah, this exactly, exactly. It's probably like ninety-five percent of stuff <laughs> you're not telling us. It's gonna be way mm -hmm. cooler than this, and you're waiting for the game to release. Yeah, so everybody's shocked, mm -hmm. and that's their style, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so let let me let me uh just quickly go through these then. Uh, any secretist mode uh, at the stretch goal, you're able to share your party with Fortress Town AI's controlled data with other players allowing them to battle your army without without you be, even being online fortress town asset pack uh this is a set of visual assets will allow you to customize your fortress in a style of a japanese or chinese castle setting apart uh from the setting you apart from the rest uh this uh this is the third piece of digital dlc for backers is free battle defense mode at this stretch goal invaders will periodically attack your fortress town as the story progress build a citadel to strengthen your walls uh, train defensive troops, uh, develop weapons, protect your citizenry uh, uh, from the, the that w from those who will ransack your home, and then finally another story: Sane taking control of Sane in an, an adventure told from the Empire's point of view. So that is the Kickstarter as entirely. So remember what I, I said uh, back before the first document was released. Yeah. Hope you get to pick. Yeah. Well, you get to see the other side of it you get to see the right. other side yeah exactly exactly but i'm hoping like i said i hope it's not a prequel mm -hmm. right so i hope it's not that you see uh the empire's point of view at the before this game happens mm -hmm. i'm hoping it's you know either during or after after yeah you know, I, hope, I hope it's not before it mm -hmm. right so and, and with defense mode i kind of cheated there a little bit when i told you what i thought it was <laughs> okay right ahead right got it so <laughs> I think that one is all it is, mm -hmm. but hero mode and, and asynchronous mode and fortress town, 
I don't know. I think there's. You way think more there's more? That. You think there's more? I, 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 I hope. I hope there's I'm, more too. Maybe I'm just being, uh, you know, too excited about mm-hmm. it or something. But uh, I think that there's going to be a lot more to that than what yeah. they're telling us. I, I hope so too. If that's the case, you know, shoot. Um, yeah. So that is the Kickstarter entirely. We hit the goals. It's nuts. Um, so now what we're going to be doing is we're going to be transferring over to the Reddit AMA. Uh, and see, so like they at from the dis- Discord uh, AMA, you know, uh, fans ask questions. Uh, Rabbit Bear Studios answered as many as possible. So I'm going to be uh, just discussing the questions. Luca will do just react if there's anything that stands out from it. So um, let me see. I'm gonna let me see how many questions there is. There's there's a lot. There's a long list. So, as we're going through the questions, I'll try to skim and see like which ones we will talk about. Uh, but I'll start this off uh, from Blue Moon Rune in, on Reddit. It says, "Thank you so much for the Sui Coding series. It's my all-time favorite series, and one of I constantly return to. I just finished the uh, finished replaying uh, the original the other day. Everything about it owns my heart. I have two questions. First. One of the things I love about the Sweet Coding series is the overarching theme of striving against fate. Uh, characters that are fated uh, by the runes to face each other in battle. The Stars of Destiny are, are brought together by fate. Uh, the Soul Eater ma- manipulates the fate of those close to, to its bearer and so on. Will this theme reappear in Eudin Chronicle? And the second question was, uh, the only second is the only thing I love more uh, than Sweet Coding is is my cats and all cats. Uh, can you tell us more about the roles cats will play in Eden Chronicle? Uh, will you be able to stroll around from their perspective, like like Kuroku in uh, Suikoden 3? Uh, will there be cat-related mini-games? Will the cats have names, personalities? Thank you again. And so, uh, let's see, they answered uh, for question one, I can't give you any information about your first question because it will be a spoiler. Uh, something that would be, something like that could be something we look into. Uh, second question, I can't make any promises at this early phase of the production. I mean, it's a possibility, but please wait longer. Uh, so when they say like, oh, you, we can't talk about it because it's a spoiler. Uh, you think there's like some sort of action? Yes. That's, That's just yes, yes right? Yeah. That's yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you kind of uh, got it already. Question, but uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's going to happen because that's awesome. Yeah. The story is amazing and everyone loves this part of the story. So yes, but we're not allowed to say yes. So we're going to say, hey, I can't tell you. Yeah. So that's what that tells me. But I mean, I could be wrong. It could be like, uh, we're going to be purposely, you know, like I said, they like to like you to think you know where they're going mm-hmm. and then do a 180 on you and show you that what you actually wanted isn't as good as what they have planned for you. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'll be probably happy with whatever they pick and whatever they write. Yeah, really, pretty much. Uh, uh, this question is from uh, Leon Leo Leon Gies. I, I butchered that name basically. It says hi team, thanks for everything. One of the great aspects of, of your work in the past was world building and the associated lore and politics that goes with it. Can we expect a world bigger, uh, a world bigger than the setting for the game that could potentially span a series? Uh, they answered, I love to create big worlds and show characters and their lives within them. Uh, I can never fully show the whole world in one game, so you will need multiple games to get a full scope. So that kind of, that basically confirms 
uh, we're basically going to have a series. Sure. Yeah, the basically that we're gonna have a series. Um, let me see. So yeah, that's cool. That's that's good to know. That's ha- I'm happy to hear that. Um, I hope. I mean, like for me, like I mean, I could probably speak for Luca here, but like I hope they kind of hit like some Easter eggs of like, yeah, yeah, hey, that's so and so from Suicoden, but it's not the exact character because Konami owns them yeah, sort I would, of thing. I would just love that. yeah, just, really love just release the IP. <laughs> yeah, basically. basically. Give it to him. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Or let, the fans, or let the fans pay for it to give it to them. I don't care. Like, just take my money. Fans like, will do it. Yeah, the fans will do that. Uh, let me see. Um, hi, team. The past few months has been really exciting. I can only say, honestly, say uh, that EU didn't Kickstarter has probably been the highlight of my year thus far. I just recently finished uh, Final Fantasy VI, and I was impressed by how the story revolves around the game's large cast, allowing different characters to play key roles at different points of the story. I'd like to ask you and the team, besides your own works, what other, what other old school or modern JRPGs did you enjoy playing and draw inspiration from? Uh, thank you, thank you so much for cheering for you guys. That's from Rex underscore nine one five on Reddit, and they mentioned or uh, Miriyama has mentioned that this game is the evolution of all my design experience gained through the work of uh, Suicode, uh, Genso Suikoden and Alliance Alive. As far as the visual design, seeing what, what Octopath Traveler achieved, including its popularity, popularity helped guide in its visual direction. So, I mean, I haven't played Octopath at all. Um, have you played Octopath? Uh, uh, I haven't played it, but a friend of mine, uh, he really loves that Octopath Traveler. Yeah. And he was, when he saw this, he was like, man, it looks so much like Octopath Traveler. And mm-hmm. like, he's trying to get me to play it. And I'm totally willing to, and I'm probably going to stream it on Twitch. So, oh, cool, cool. Uh, my first playthrough will be on Twitch. There you go. I've seen it. From mm-hmm. what I've seen, I enjoy it. Yeah. I like it. The battle system looks pretty fun, and uh, the the story seems fun too. So, yeah, I'm definitely into it. Yeah. So, like when this this Kickstarter basically came out, like in the beginning, uh, people were referencing Octopath already um, before they even referenced uh, like Sweet and So, like. So that's that's good to know that like it, it's it's pretty solid already, and I've yet to like fully see or watch or play Octopath myself. But like from what I'm seeing uh, f- from Osmosis, like it looks to be a, a game up my alley, basic basically. So, um, so yeah, let me see. Okay, uh, we were just mentioning about time locked stuff. So, uh, Jason underscore N, I've been wanting to know about time locked missable characters as in ones that if you don't recruit them by a certain point of the game you miss them out forever. I recall uh, this being a big issue for some of the earliest games in past titles that you uh, uh, you worked on uh, which required a complete starting over of the game to get all the characters and get the best ending. I'm all for hitting characters that are hard to recruit but I hope they can be recruited at any time during end game if they were missed. Uh, what are your plans regarding this? So they answered I heard, I heard stories about having uh, having a tough time with time locked characters. I know it, it was an issue, so all I can say is we don't know at this time. So, yeah. I th- so that's exactly what I was saying. Is they they put that mode in? Mm-hmm. I think that's what that mode actually is. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like they gave us that little blurb at the bottom of what what they're gonna what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's there's no way that's all it's gonna be. There's gonna be more to it. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I think you can go through the game, and then if you miss something. It's not like, oh my god, I have to be nervous about this going through a second time. Yeah. Literally lift the time restraints on New Game Plus, right? They've already confirmed a New Game Plus. Mm. So maybe you go through the game, you miss characters because of time restraints, 
you go into New Game Plus, and now all the time restraints are gone. Like, they, they don't exist yeah, because yeah, yeah. you entered. Okay. That's what I think. But, I mean, maybe it is all just the blur, but I really doubt it. Okay, got it, got it. Um, I mean, me personally, like, I mean, I'm, I'm like you, like, I just like to enjoy the game. Uh, nothing that's that, that has been time-constrained has really, like, urged me to, like, really just try to just speed through the game. Uh, I'm rather, I rather much, like, just enjoy, like, what am I going up against? Like, who are these characters? How can I optimize them the best as I can possibly can? Uh, like, is there any relationships between these characters? Like, oh, is there any Unites? Um, or Heroic, Heroic, uh, un United Attack sort of thing. Um, so, like, I kind of want to delve into more of, like, who's... More, more, more of the substantial stuff, rather than like speeding through a game and trying to hit story points that I, I may or may not be interested in. So that's just me. Um, let me see. So next question uh, from Reen. So uh, uh, let's see. It says thanks a lot for this, for doing this. And uh, question number one: In the cooking mini game, can we expect our heroes to be judged to be judges on, of the cooking contest? I think that would give them a uh, a lot of extra character characterization. Uh, number two, the theater mini game. Can we cast our heroes in the roles uh, available each of each play? I'd be very excited to if we were able to have uh, Euphorius plays as uh, Juliet, uh, basically play as Juliet from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, they answered uh, number one. I probably that probably won't be how the cooking uh, mini game works at this time. And they answer too. Yes, you should. You should make you furious, Juliet. <laughs> so, a uh, little, little more uh, ex, uh, not exposition, but like more detail in terms of the cooking mini game. So, like in in Sweet Code and Two, your characters can be uh, your panel judges. It sounds like from what he's saying is uh, there's no, they're not going to be in a panel of judges this time around. Uh, but maybe they'll be assists. Maybe they'll just make comments. I don't know. Um, so that'll be interesting in terms of the cooking mini game because maybe it'll be something totally different uh, than what you're used to. And then two, uh, in terms of like the theater casting people, sounds like we can cast um, you know ridiculous roles for you know ridiculous characters. So that'd be that'd be a pretty uh, you know have some comedy there. Um, any thoughts there? Not a lot. Not a lot. I, I don't have to. I think you hit the head on, nail the head on. Yeah, hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or some like. I, don't know. I, I hate it when I think exactly like you because then I have to. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's what my thoughts were. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, I'm not gonna bother responding with the same thing. Yeah. Repeat, right? <laughs> okay. I I think the exact same thing as Nerd in the Bay. So <laughs> there we go. Okay. I don't have an opinion on that one. Let's see. Um, let's. I'm gonna do a couple more. Uh, because I kind of constrained on time. Uh, let's see, Maryama-san, uh, your games, the worlds, the characters, conflicts you created inspired me to be a narrative uh, designer. Thank you for being a constant source of inspiration for all of the wonderful memories. Uh, how will character progression work in this game? Will characters level up with stat increase? Will they be skill systems? Uh, do you go a specific character to teach uh, or improve their character skills? Uh, so they answered, ba the base system will be an orthodox level up system. However, based on your rune lenses, uh, there will be some some skills that you learn. So, the skills are going to be based on your rune lenses, is what he basically just said. 
so it's not like you're going to go to a, a trainer and level up uh, evasion and get it up to S skill. Um, it's going to be it's going to be all going through your, your room lens. So um, it sounds like whether it's the story room lens or like something that you put on a character that you you might want to make sure that it's the, the best rune lens for that character so like you're thinking about rune customization to that point to like the mid-max customization point so yeah um what do you think would you rather have like the skill system from three or see what happens like, with this I like the skill system That's, yeah i mean we'll see what happens obviously yeah. like like i said like there's plenty of times where you know i'll look at something and be like oh i want it to be like this and then when they show you know what it actually is i'm like oh well that's better than my idea which yeah, i expect, yeah. expect from these guys so uh i liked the skill system from three i liked it probably even more in five mm -hmm. so you know what i i like that but i'll, I'll wait and see if they come up with something better mm -hmm. which they probably will because these guys are amazingly talented so yeah i'll i'll wait for them and trust in them because they're they're arguably the best in the business yeah so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, let me do one final one. Let me go look for a good one. So, uh, let's see. This question from the underscore overlord underscore La Laharl. Uh, let's see. He asked two questions. He or she asked two questions. Hey, thanks for doing another AMA. I got two questions. One, uh, will you be will we be able to choose which characters we control in towns and dungeons, or will we be restricted to Noah? Or two, uh, will, will there be a any type of playable summoner character? So thanks for answering. I look forward to more updates from about Eden in, in the future. So they answered, Noah will be someone that you control quite a bit. Uh, allowing people to freely choose their main character will mean more animations. It'll be quite expensive. As far as the summoner character goes, we're still early. We're, it's still early, but we'll consider it. So. They, it just sounds like they want to make sure Noah is the character that you're controlling, but they do understand and hear that um, you know people want to control like Euphorius or or Marissa or you know um, any of the other characters that are uh, maybe Gar or, or you know whoever. Um, they they want to have like the main movable character be like whoever they want them to be, uh, but it sounds like they're just gonna stick with Noah if for the most part because. You know, if they have if they have the budget for it, then they'll be able to do uh, have uh, characters that you want to pick to be the ones moving around. But it sounds like it's not in their cards to be able to do that. Maybe in the uh, possible, maybe in the sequel, who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean, Luca, any thoughts there about like just kind of basically just being Noah uh, moving around? Or... I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah, if he's our main character, he's our main character. Yeah. They've already given us DLCs for Marissa mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, well, God damn it. Insane. Get his name already. Insane. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've, we've already, and you know what? They're giving us, you know, the Empire's view of things. They're giving us a lot. Guys. Yeah. So I think this is more than fair that we use Noah as the main character. That's the character that they have envisioned going through this story. So let's play their story. Yeah. You know? We trusted them to make this game. Let's mm -hmm. trust them with the character. Too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's it for the uh, the Reddit AMA. There's more questions that they have out there, but um, yeah, uh, we're just gonna end it there, and I'll just go to the final portion of the podcast. Um, now that the Kickstarter is all done, 
Um, maybe we'll have more AMAs down the line uh, as as like st uh, like status updates through tweets and you know uh, these AMAs with you know, a answering questions. Uh, so now what do we do? Um, so tw 2022 is 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 slowly far, far it's slowly getting there, but it's far away. We still have to, we still have to deal with 2021. Um, as you can see on the video portion, I put up uh, there's a video playing on Sweet Coding 2. So what we're going to be talking about a little bit is just what do we do in the meantime. Um, the the logical choice of that is you are a fan Please. of yeah basically <laughs> what Luca just said is play Suicoden. Um The most logical choice is like you, you're a fan of uh, the Chronicle that is based on Suicoden, Play Suicoden. Uh If you're a content creator, make content on Suicoden, which you know me and Luca are doing. Luca has a lot of ideas in terms of Suicoden content that. Uh, I think you guys will be excited for uh, once he's able to be able to do them. Uh, but yeah, so like play Sweet Coding if you're just playing the games. Take your time. Don't don't speed rush it. What's that? Hit up the Twitch streamers too, right? Yeah, like we got some really good speaking uh, Twitch streamers out there. Ones that we didn't even get to mm -hmm. uh, last time. Uh, one I definitely want to shout out right now. Yeah, go for this it. This guy named BK18. Okay. Now. Dude, you're gonna love this. Okay, first of all, he's a FFBE guy like me, mm -hmm. right? So he does all that stuff, but he's a massive Suikoden fan to the point where on RPG Maker, he recreated Suikoden 2. Nice. And quality of life changes to awesome. it. Awesome. Uh, so like the, the joint attacks, mm -hmm. they're available. So when you came up, you always had like attack uh defend fly, let go bribe yeah. that stuff and then you had to click into fight and then find out where your joint attack was yeah right? here had it, he already has it set up where if say you brought victor and flick mm -hmm. it's already there it's already there and you just fight. pick it oh cool good Straight to joint attack. yeah you can he redid the animations all of it looks so cool oh he nice says he's getting the files together and mm -hmm. uh, I hope I get to play it soon. He invented a new game plus. Mm -hmm. uh, for those of people that don't know, Suikoden 2 actually meant to have a new game plus, and you can find it in the files. Mm -hmm. uh, but it, uh, you have to like go through an emulator, and, and it can be very glitchy. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't actually work. It just like shows you what the, the intention was. But mm -hmm. he actually went through and did it and made it so that Joey and Luca Blight were actually playable characters. Oh, wow. In the new <laughs> this guy is awesome. Yeah. Right. Uh, the other one I want to uh, shout out, uh, definitely Six String Ninety Two. That guy just—he knows his stuff. He's a fun guy to be around. If you want to watch some really fun playthroughs with voice acting and stuff like that, great guy to see. You see Pezmerga. I mean, you can already tell this guy's a Suikoden guy mm -hmm. right away. His name's Pezmerga. Yeah, Pezmerga. Uh, he loves the Suikoden lore. He loves discussing the games with you as you go through. He's constantly playing Suikoden games. Whether it's one, two, three, four, five tactics, he'll play them all, and Good. he'll always be there to, to help out with new people. Yeah, love that guy. So definitely jump over to Twitch, see these three people for sure. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah, so like I, we were like we were talking about, play Sweet Coden if you're just playing them. Take your time, no rush. We have two years. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're a content creator, make Sweet Coden content because like you know we can of course yeah we can do the let's plays and do that but if you want to like dive you know dive into like what the, makes this game and what what we're going to be eventually delving into when when Eden Chronicles come out is make I so like I'm kind of hesitant to say cuz I don't want to give any of Lucas ideas away 
So, like, just make unique content in that sense. So, like, talk about runes. Talk about the characters. Talk about uh, not just... Not just like just playing to doing a let's play. Like doing a let's play is fine you, if, if that's what you want to do. Like I'm doing a let's play of Sweet Coden 2. I'm that's my plan is to go through all the games. Uh, Luca is planning to just do like, planning to stream all all the games eventually. Yep. As he just rotates through his uh, catalog of all the RPG games that he's gonna go. He's planning on going through. Um, so like yeah, if you want to do the let's play route, go ahead and do that. Stream it. Let's play. Um, do special type of videos if, if that's if that's if you have that idea of doing that too because people more and more people are getting into sweet coding because of Euden Chronicle because the hype that's going to have in, going around it new people are learning to love about this game uh, just trying it out because like oh man what's going on with this Euden like I got to try sweet coding one I got to play sweet coding two like what's what's up, what's three about so they're they're getting to know this world that we are all already knew back in the day back in the 90s and 2000s all these new people are trying to just understand what the hype is about and it's it's a great time to be a sweet coding fan and not now you didn't fan now because uh, just 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 play the games stream them make content on them make special videos about it so more and more people can get can get to know what this Euden sweet coding uh thing is about uh, you know i'm doing my part in terms of doing let's plays um i have some sort of ideas of like other stuff i want to do uh luca blight is doing uh twitch streaming uh now and he's you know he's on he's he got affiliate so now he's making his way uh to maybe one day go to get partner and just kind of educate we're all basically educating uh, the masses of people that are not unaware of what Suicoden is, what Euden Chronicles is, um, and, and that we all have a part to play. Whether you're making art on on the game, uh, on Instagram or on Twitter, or you're, whether you're making videos, whether you're you know writing articles. I, I plan to write an article about it uh, too, as well about Euden and and like just yeah, just just any anything that you you can think of that, that is pro. For Suicoden or Pro uh, for Eden, definitely do it. And, and and no matter what the hurdles that you may have across, just just get it started and just just mold it and and just do it. So it's it's kind of like the ad- advice that I would give in the other podcast that I do, uh, Open Bar for Content Creators podcast, is is whatever idea that you have, whether you're unsure to do it, uh, just just go in and do it. Just just get it started, and then you'll make your way and figure it out from there. Um, but yeah. Luca, like what, like any sort of it, like advice or just suggestions that you would think of in terms of like, like what do we do uh, now that we just have this time to wait uh, for Euden Chronicle? Spend a lot of time on YouTube and Twitch, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, content creators keep creating, just like, like just like uh, Nerd in the Bay was saying there. Yeah. Keep creating this content. Keep pushing mm-hmm. because two years is a long time, and we could forget by then. Yeah. So don't lose this momentum. The more we push, the more we'll get. Yeah. And if the Uden Chronicle turns out as good as we think it is going to, then if we have all this momentum going in, and it turns out to be that good, mm-hmm. we're gonna end up with sequels beyond sequels, and then who knows? Yeah. Maybe they even weaken it back itself. So uh, that's that's definitely the goal in mm-hmm. my mind after seeing this amazing game come out because i know it's going to be fantastic yeah for sure so like we all have a part to play as a sweet coding and eu uh, like community just find the thing that you're passionate about 
and, and get it started and, and do it. Uh, that's that's all that's all we can really say. Um, so just do just make just do your part and and uh, just enjoy enjoy the process because it's again long long wait for EU Den, but at the same time just enjoying the the community, just just like just loving all of this, all this basically all this attention that uh, uh, Coden should have gotten uh, per se since. Suikoden like often went up against big name RPGs, and yet, you know, they didn't they didn't do they didn't fare so well. But people love the games. Um, yeah, I would say definitely just just find your thing and go for it and give it a shot. So, yeah, so that's it for the podcast, um, guys. Thank you for just hanging out, watching, listening. Whether you're listening on on the audio end or you're watching on the video end, uh, you guys, let me know. Let us know what you guys think of uh, you know like what we talked about in terms of the, the stretch goals. Um, like, what do you think of like you know some of the qu- the questions um, that the Reddit AMA asked? Do, what qu- what kind of questions that you guys have uh, that you want to ask uh, Yoshitaka Maruyama and his team uh, over at Rabbit Bear Studios? Um, and uh, like, what do you guys think of of in terms of uh, uh, making content for Sweet Coding uh, for new new people to to experience? Uh, what do you think of uh, you know making art? What do you think of making music? What do you think of just just anything uh, that's re- revolved around Sweet Coden or Eudin Chronicle. Let us know in the comments section. Let us know on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, let us know uh, wherever you can find us. So, that's it for me and Luca Blight. Luca, uh, where can they find you? Where can they find your streams? Uh, yeah, uh, plug all that. Well, you know, you can always find me on Twitter at King2 underscores Blight. Mm-hmm. I'm always do- doing something weird on, uh, on Twitch or yeah. on. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> uh, on Twitch, uh, it's King Luke of Light, mm-hmm. and that's uh, all one word. K uh, is the uppercase. Same with L, and then same with B. Yeah. You can find me there. You are going to be doing lots of speaking and lots of other JRPGs, so you can jump on over there. And then once you've got to my Twitch channel, everything that I have, where you can find me, is linked right on my front page. You can find cool. my Discord. You can yeah. find my Twitter, You can find my YouTube. You can find all that stuff. So we'll have a great time, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. So, and for me, uh, I before I had like Nerd in the Bay all everywhere, but I'm pushing more so the Stars of Destiny podcast, Twitter and Facebook. So, uh, the Twitter is Stars Destiny Pod uh, for the Twitter uh, of the podcast, like Twitter, uh, and Stars of Destiny podcast is the Facebook page. Uh, so yeah, just let's gather everybody. Let's gather all the stars. Let's gather everybody, uh, just to be able to just talk about this thing that we all love. That is Suikoden and Euden Chronicle. Um, yeah, guys, thank you very much for hanging out with us, talking, cho- uh, chopping it up. Thank you for just listening. Thank you for supporting uh, the podcast in, in any way, whether you're talking about it, whether you're tweeting, retweeting, anything. You know, engaging in the videos, uh, listening to the podcast, all that stuff. Thank you very much. For all of that uh we'll see you guys next time for the next episode we'll talk uh we'll talk about what the, what the next episode will be we'll probably maybe make a make a tweet about it or uh write a facebook post or whatever and uh let you guys know what we're going to be discussing and uh yeah thank you guys for hanging out with us and uh this is the stars of destiny podcast and uh we'll see you guys next time all right. peace guys <laughs>